Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have a stupid joke that you probably heard before, but it's still funny. An Amish girl and her mother were visiting a mall. They were amazed by almost everything they saw, but especially by two tiny silver walls that could move apart and back together again. The girl asked, Mother, what is this? The mother, never having seen an elevator, responded, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I don't know what it is. While the girl and her mother watched with amazement, an old man in a wheelchair rolled up to the moving walls and pressed a button. The walls opened and the man rolled in between them into a small room. The walls closed, and the girl and her mother watched the small numbers above the walls light up sequentially. They continued to watch until the last number was reached, and they watched some more as the numbers began to light in reverse order. The walls opened up again, and a hunky young man stepped out. The mother, not taking her eyes off the young man, said quietly to her daughter, Go get your father. (laughs) Yeah, that one's great. I'd be doing the same thing. Fuck you! Do you imagine if you actually thought like something worked like that? Seriously. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> She'd be like, here, this. I wish I would get in it yeah, myself. Really? <laughs> Change my whole appearance and just disappear into the mall. <laughs> okay, so. For the beginning this week, I found some new embarrassing moments. Oh, cool. We haven't had these in a while. No, we haven't. First one, uh, these are all from Twitter. So, uh, at it's Andy Ryan. I was in a park and a lady... (laughs) This is going to be a great podcast. (laughs) And a lady loudly called out, anyone who wants ice cream, come over here. I headed over with several others. She handed out ices to to them all then asked me who are you i realized the rest were all her family (laughs) 30 years later i still cringe (laughs) oh my gosh i would die yeah i want some free ice cream i'm cousin jody (laughs) surprise i live in alaska that's why you haven't seen me before where's my ice cream (laughs) i really miss alaska i need something cold Okay. Next one is from at Johnny Keats one. My aunt wandered into an open air restaurant in Greece, sat down. She knew no Greek and they knew no English. So she pointed at what the others were having. They brought her wine and food. Only when she tried to pay and they refused, did she realize she just crashed someone's wedding party. Oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Next one is from at Janie Main. On holiday in Corfu, never heard of that before. C O R F U, Corfu. Hmm. Some friends of ours sat at a pretty table in a shady square and ordered a couple of beers from a lady who came over to them. Later, when they tried to pay, she said, Oh no, don't worry, this is my home, but you're welcome. Oh my gosh! <laughs> walking into your backyard and someone's sitting at your table and be like yeah give me two beers 
like, what the fuck? And I go, okay. I'll be right back. <laughs> she totally did. <laughs> that was awfully nice. Coming right up. <laughs> that was hilarious. Could you imagine their faces? <laughs> I would die inside when she said, this is my home. I'd be like, oh my God, are you kidding me? You know, she was just waiting for it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, next one at Gold Cell 2007. During a small town 4th of July playground games... They called 5th and 6th up for potato sack races. I lined up with the other kids and ended up coming in first place. They handed me my ribbon. I accepted. Then I looked around and realized it was 5th or 6th years old, not 5th or 6th grade. Oh. Oops. (laughs) Way older than those kids. Well, no wonder they won. But those people were like, you are huge (laughs) for your age. This one is great. Uh, at Q Radical 5. I once walked out of a store and didn't realize a guy with the exact same car parked was parked next to me. I got into his car. I was like, this feels different. Then the other guy came out and got in my car. <laughs> we both got out, looked at each other, and just laughed, got in our own cars, and left. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I can't believe he got in his car and then he got in his car. <laughs> so funny. You know, they sat down, they're like, <laughs> looking around. What the hell? This feels different. <laughs> Why can't I reach the pedals? <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Next one at Abbey Hollow Days. When I. I would get driven home from school. I'd always wave at the crossing guard who wore a blue coat and a red hat. One day I waved and my mom looked at me like I'd lost my mind. It wasn't the crossing guard. It was a mailbox with a red hat on it. Oh my God. I got my first pair of glasses that day. <laughs> oh my God. Her mom I was like, oh shit. I, I would never let my child live that down. <laughs> Ever. Remember when you waved at the mailbox? <laughs> I still bring up when Peyton screamed like a girl when the dog came out barking at him. <laughs> it was hilarious. Eric heard it at the house. <laughs> Aw. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Next one. Oh, God. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just going to move on. I once genuinely thought this lady with outstretched arms was trying to give me a hug. Afraid that it was someone I knew in the past, I went in for the hug and she said, not you, dear. (laughs) And when I turned, I realized her relative was coming behind me. I fled the scene in shame. (laughs) Aw, that's just sad. (laughs) Not you, dear. You should have just gave him a hug. Seriously, I would have. I would have been like, fuck it, bring it in. (laughs) (laughs) You're already prepped. (laughs) I don't know if that would be more embarrassing or not. I don't know. Next one at Emily. Oh, gosh. Emily Ann is her name. When I was seven, I was going back to school shopping for new shoes, and I saw a pair of shoes next to a box on the floor. So I tried them on, walked around in them, and this girl looked at me in absolute horrified. 
looked at me absolutely horrified and told me to give back her shoes oh <laughs> that would be so embarrassing it would be especially if you're a little kid like oh uh. just the worst next one at louise at law my grandmother in brooklyn received a call from a young woman who said hi grandma and they had a nice chat for a while until she asked about her sister and they realized they weren't related oh <laughs> <laughs> uh here's another one i can't pronounce so i'm pretty sure i carjacked a nice old lady one morning taking what i thought was my lift to work i noticed she was extremely nervous and asked where we were headed <laughs> Oh. how to get there etc thought she was new when i got to work i noticed my ride had been canceled oh poor old lady <laughs> next one at sophie a rumble my dad and his sister were swimming in a local pool they were doing lengths when she spotted him taking a breather at the pool's edge she swam up behind him, put both hands on his bald head, and dunked him underwater. While she held him there, ignoring his flailing, my actual dad swam past. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I would die. <laughs> You're holding some man underwater. <laughs> He's like, ah! <laughs> I'd be like letting him go and like running, seriously, swimming as fast as you can. Listen to me, hell out of there. Did you see what happened? Oh my gosh, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay, next one at J. Carey, nineteen fifty-eight. This is Jeff Carey, not Jim Carey. Thirty years ago, gas stations with convenience stores had become a thing. I stopped for some Pepto-Bismol, and the clerk asked if I had gas with that. I told her that I only had an upset stomach. I walk out to see the pumps. I still cringe. (laughs) That guy is probably cracking up. I know. Oh, my gosh. Next one, add Drew McCaskill. Working in Shanghai, and my interns were buzzing that everyone in our building was saying Will Smith was in the eBay offices next door. I was losing my shit with them, because, hey, Will Smith. My manager walked over to me and said, you know they're talking about you, right? (laughs) Black man in Shanghai. They thought he was Will Smith. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, that's kind of a compliment, Yeah, I I mean, like, (laughs) Sure. Next one at Beth's New Life. This kind of reminds me of when my dad was trying to round us up, four kids, to leave the nursing home from visiting an old aunt. He said, does anyone need to go potty? And about 12 residents said, I do. (laughs) 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 Next one at Clive Stringer. I was in my car, hot day, windows down with my four-year-old four-year-old son when a person of restricted growth came walking by my son started pointing at him so to distract him i put on his disney tape mortified then when the opening strings of hi ho hi ho <laughs> ring out oh my gosh I what did die. they call the person uh what they call him restrict a person of restricted growth is that it's what a we're little person? To? No, well, I know it's a but little person. They don't mind if we say little person, right? I don't know. But if you're a little person, I, think I would be more offended by the restricted growth. Yeah, that's weird. 
Just say little person. I think that's what they they like, or they, you know, don't mind. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. I've never met a little person before. I haven't either. Okay, next one at Frank Spicer. My mom was walking me to school when I was five, and I saw my friend Trevor up ahead, so I ran on to catch up with him, calling out his name. As I got close, I realized it wasn't him, so I just kept running past, shouting, Trevor! Trev! <laughs> That's quick thinking. It is for a five-year-old. <laughs> I would have stopped and mumbled like a moron. I know, that I, don't I know would have too. I was like, oh, that's... Sorry. You're not. Sorry. You're, you're not. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yep, that would be me. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one at Alyssa Kazmer. When I was a kid, I ran up to a woman in line, pinched her butt, laughed, then hugged her from behind, thinking it was my mom. It wasn't. <laughs> I think about this moment almost weekly, and my stomach still drops 35 years later. Oh, gosh. Yeah, get over I don't it. think it's that bad. No. Well, pinching some lady's ass and then hugging. I mean, it would be embarrassing, but if you're a little kid, you Yeah, if you're a you little a kid, pass. she probably thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she probably still tells the story. Probably. <laughs> Next one at P. Corey Gonzalez. I once took my child to a meet-up picnic for the camp she was going to attend. We brought food and stayed for a while and ate, and as we were leaving, I saw the actual group across the park. We'd been eating with a local church group who were too polite to ask who the hell we are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um... These people with their usernames. I'm just going to go with Monocle because that's what they typed in. That's their name, Monocle. Was at a coffee shop waiting for my coffee when I ate the largest muffin sample on the plate. Wasn't until I started to reach for the for one more tasty sample that I realized it wasn't free samples, but just someone's dirty plate they returned to the counter. Left without my coffee in horror. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's gross. Yeah, that's, yeah. Just don't pick up food and eat it. Yeah, like, that's... No. Especially nowadays, we'd be like, shunned. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Next one at M Norman 87 In my teens, I once brought a muffin back to an unnamed Canadian coffee establishment saying there were glass shards on my muffin. i never seen sugar crystals on a muffin before. I still cringe. <laughs> <laughs> last one at wind is real i corrected a teacher when she spoke about the old prediction that the world was going to end in 2012 i explained in front of the class that it was actually supposed to end in 2012 why didn't somebody teach me the basics of english (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh oh those are my embarrassing moments yay all right, so I did something a little bit different. Okay. I did, these are 23 people who knew a killer before they killed. Ooh, creepy. <clears throat> so, a few years ago, I hired a father-son handyman team to help me get my house ready to put on the market. Among other things, my outside doorknobs were in bad shape, so they installed new ones. The dad seemed pretty nice, even did a little bit of a little bit for free on their third and last day at my house he was pretty fired up about a big job they were starting the next day 
Three days later, he killed his new clients because they were unhappy with his work. A neighbor saw what happened and ran into her house and hid. He kicked her door in and shot her, too. I was terrified until he was caught. Holy shit. That's crazy. That is... Not only is it... Okay, all of these are going to be fucking nuts. Yeah. Because of what these people did. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they had work done and that's why they killed those yeah. people? Oh my gosh. That makes it like 50,000 more times scarier. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the witness? Oh yeah. my gosh. I can't even. Oh yeah. my gosh. He was really nice and I had gone to K-12 with him. I guess K through 12. Mm-hmm. Never knew him to be the kind of person that would even get upset. Then I got a text a couple years ago asking, do you know about X? Him and his brother killed their parents. <gasps> Ooh, was it the Menendez brothers? I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is fucked up. My little sister dated a guy when she was in high school who ended up murdering a couple he owed money to for heroin. This dude beat them with a fucking baseball bat and hammer. He almost got the death sentence, but ended up with life in prison with no possibility of parole. Oh my gosh, she dated him? Yeah. He was a seemingly nice, polite teenager. I used to drive him and my sister around for various dates and things. He was quiet, but not oddly so. He just seemed like a normal teenage boy. Oh my gosh, you never know. You don't. You have no idea. You know that, like the fact that they dated and he touched her, like mm-hmm. in, you know, like even if he just brushed her arms, like that would give me the creeps <laughs> when I found out he murdered. You know, yeah. like, oh my yeah. gosh. I graduated high school with Doctor Death, Chris Dun Dunched. Oh my Dunch. gosh! Did you listen to that podcast, Doctor Death? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my gosh! If you want to get really fucking pissed off oh really (laughs) this dude oh my gosh he is a monster what's what's the podcast it's called dr death oh okay and it's um it's just the story about this chris guy who like failed out of all of his he was like this really popular guy everyone loved him he told everybody he was a doctor totally like i don't think he was or if he was he got disbarred or whatever they do to doctors yeah and he kept on operating he kept fucking people up he he would operate on people and put like unnecessary shit in them and then he would fuck them up for the rest of their life he killed a bunch of people by doing that he is a dick it's oh my god it's beyond and everyone that knew him was like you would never, ever, ever think he would do anything like that. Like, he put on this show mm. that he was this perfect guy, perfect yeah. doctor. So nobody questioned him. Oh. And when they did find out, hospitals did not want to mess with it. So they would just fire him and he would get another job in a different hospital. Oh, great. Insane. If you want to get really fucking pissed off at yeah, our I might check that health out. systems. Yeah. He was an asshole. Yep. <laughs> he, was, he was charming with teachers and people who could benefit him. Oh. He was awful to everybody else. I didn't see it, but one or more awkward and vulnerable classmates said he bullied him relentlessly, and I believe it. 
He was easily irritated, and if you got on his nerves, he would really lose his cool. Remarkably mean, and people would just shrug their shoulders and say, that's just how Chris is. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been a long time since I listened to that. But everyone on there was like, yeah, he's a great guy. Everybody loved him. He's so smart, and he just... Hmm. Insane. The younger brother of a girl I was friends with in middle school and high school. They had some struggles growing up, and I know their mother was an abusive relationship because we gave her some help getting away from her husband. Are we connected? Someone does not know how to write. Um, We connected many, many years later and found out that the younger brother had murdered someone. Initially, it sounded pretty gruesome, but when I actually read court reports, I kind of felt bad for the kid. He had some mental illness issues, but as a teenager, apparently he had been groomed by a much, much older man into a sexual relationship where the man provided money, shelter, and of course drugs. He was extremely controlling and abusive. Eventually, the kid tried to get away and was trying to start a new life with the girl he met, but this guy tracked him down and blackmailed him. Eventually, the kid snapped and murdered him. I think I felt worse for the kid because a lot of people can't get away from their abusers. Yeah. Edit. For those who asked, he was a 16-year-old runaway with a history of drug problems when he started seeing the more than 20 years older guy who used to film him. He struggled with drugs, but was doing well, and he met with the man to tell him he loved someone else and he wanted he wanted to go see him again. His story is that the guy attacked him, saying he'd rather he died than break up. He had injuries consistent with fending off a knife attack and said he killed the man in self-defense. What probably really screwed him over is that he didn't call the cops. He hid the body instead. Oh, shit. Despite all the evidence pointing to him being preyed on, he got a sentence that is longer than the average human lifespan. He committed the crime in a place where being gay or bisexual isn't really acceptable. A lot of the stories in the news refer to him as a hustler and say that he killed one of his patrons. Holy shit, that's sad. Yeah, it is. In my first semester of college, I had a computer science professor I really loved. Near the end of the semester, he told us he may be taking time off and finding a replacement for the semester. His severely autistic son had died in a tragic pool accident. He noted that the media was trying to make him look bad. I created a GoFundMe for funeral expenses. He appreciated it and shared photos to use on the page. Fast forward half a year, I get calls from news reporters asking what my thoughts are. He had been arrested on suspected unintentional manslaughter. It turns out he had left his son outside in the cold by the pool, unsupervised, when he left for work. No! His son was never supposed to be unattended. His son was outside for who knows how long before the professor's daughter found the boy face down in the pool. Oh my god. Further research into the case revealed the boy was living in an unfurnished basement, feces all over the walls, often left alone. The police were at the home frequently. CPS had made various safety requirements for them that they never followed. He's being charged with unintentional manslaughter and various forms of child abuse. Him and his wife are being charged for filling the boy's Ritalin prescription for many, many months after the death. 
I still believe it was intentional. Text revealed the daughter discovered the boy when the professor texted her, asked her to check if Freak was okay. <gasps> There's a special place in hell for that oh, piece yeah, of shit. Oh, yeah. Definitely. What a fucking piece of shit. I hate people. Oh, my God. I know. And these stories don't make it any better. No. Oh, my gosh. So you never know what people are capable of. No. Unreal. He was an asshole. I'm not surprised he killed somebody. He killed a 65-year-old man in a revenge-slash-drive-by shooting. He shot at the wrong house. The guy he intended to kill didn't even live in that neighborhood. Oh, my God. What is wrong with people? I spent three months on a study abroad with a special forces ex-FBI guy named Joe. We were a small group of mostly students. Joe was older and there as part of a foreign immersion training for the military. Okay. He was a little odd, awkward at times, and didn't share too much about himself, which we mostly attributed to the age difference. I described Joe as very intense but kind-hearted. The military was very important to him, and he always seemed very focused on that. But occasionally, he'd make a dry joke or let his guard down for a moment with the group. He was very into photography and shared lots of great photos from the trip. He was also somewhat the protector of the group, and we always felt completely safe with him. One story I'll share was when he was walking over a bridge and spied some guys in the trees waiting to jump down and rob him. He pulled out a large knife he carried on him and casually brandished it as he walked by. The guys smartly decided not to mess with Joe, but after he crossed, he saw them sprint across the bridge and hide behind a building. Two policemen showed up shortly after, and Joe showed them where the guys were hiding so the police could arrest them. Anyways, a few years after we got back, I heard the news that he had killed someone and took his own life. He had been training for a new position, and his commander deemed that he wasn't physically fit enough for the job. The judgment effectively ended his career, and he felt he had been unfairly judged. He brought a gun into the base and shot his commander dead, then killed himself. Holy shit. That's crazy. My family bought a house from a man who flipped houses for a living back when I was growing up. He was a nice man, married with grown kids. He would often come over for dinner and help with minor repairs around the house. We moved away a few years later and he wanted to buy the house back. Luckily, it was a cash deal because soon after it all went through, he was arrested for child porn. When the cops raided his house, there was no sign of his wife. Upon looking into it, no one had seen or heard from her in months. Uh Turns out he had murdered her and buried her in the backyard. Oh my god. I sat next to that man at the dinner table as a child. Still haunts me. Oh my god, that's fucked up. I went to high school with a girl who poisoned her father. No one knew until she confessed a year later watching a Shakespeare play in college. She was a little weird in school, but I didn't think she was capable of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what, why? He was probably... Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, yeah. not sorry for you, dude. Yeah. But you don't know. You don't, you don't know. know. <laughs> but I mean, why? I mean, what other for for most people, you're not going to do something like that unless there's a reason. Yes. Not always. Right. Yeah. But, Some people are just fucking nuts. Yeah. But, yeah. There was this kid that was sitting next to me in chemistry during my sophomore year in high school. Some days he'd be totally out of it with his head down. Others, other days, he'd be answering every question in class. 
On the worse end, he'd sometime get up and run out of the classroom. Our TA would, spend, would then spend most of the period trying to find him. His life was definitely shit by the looks of it. Fast forward a year later, it turned out he got hired by some kid outside of school as a hitman. Oh. Kid wanted his parents dead. He Holy brought shit. a hammer to the kid's house, injuring his mom, but he, f- but he got fought off by the kid's dad. He ran off but got caught at a nearby gas station. He got a 16-year sentence about two weeks ago. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yes. I don't know why it starts off that way. (laughs) Was hired at the same time as him. Worked right next to him for several years. He was one of those stoner guys always bragging about the parties he went to. He was a little obnoxious in a bro sort of way, so I always skipped hanging out with him after work. After I left that job a little while later, he killed his ex-girlfriend while her five-year-old was in the apartment watching TV, took the kid on a road trip to Texas, and smothered her on Christmas morning and left her in a suitcase on the side of the road. Oh my god! My sister was killed by her fiancé. He was, well, normal. Took good care of her during recovery from surgery. A bit weird, but nothing stands out. Weird as in opposite interests and shy where my sister was outgoing. Never would have expected it from him until... There's a major typo here. Until I had to clean out their place and found a bunch of guns and crap and a crap load of knives and shit. Hmm. So he's more violent than they expected? Yeah. That's scary. My best friend's older brother killed her stepmom, strangled her, and burned the house down. He was just like any other teenage older brother, a bit rebellious, but nothing out of the ordinary. He was kind of goth and liked heavy metal and had dark humor. He played Goldeneye with us and always let us use the see-through purple controller. He teased his little sister just like any other brother would. One time he took us for a car ride and did donuts in a church parking lot while blasting a big shiny tunes album. And it was really fun. Nothing ever indicated what he would do later in life. Crazy. I played basketball with a guy a few years ago in high school. Tried to find him on Facebook and turns out he was being tried for murder. Apparently he and some of his friends were looking for pot money so they broke into this guy's house and somehow the guy ended up dead. Everyone in his group said he pulled the trigger, but he denied it. Maybe he did it, maybe he didn't, but I can say that he was a genuinely nice person when I knew him. Never would have expected him to kill someone, but I guess my mom was right about hanging out with the wrong crowd. Listen to your mother. Always. (laughs) A couple years... uh, Hold on. Boy... (laughs) A couple years my minor in high school, he was always the outcast at his classes. He dressed funny, talked funny, and said disturbing things that some recall as threats, mostly to the girls of the school. After graduation, he ended up butchering a homeless woman. Oh. He was, I can't say living together or in a relationship with. I'm not sure what their status was. Either way, Kitchen Knife drained her into the tub. In court, he showed no remorse and was proud to have finally ended someone's life. Oh, my God. His father was my professor in university. He took it very hard. Oh. Before, like, literally the night before the crime, he was at my house talking about a new job he thought he'd gotten, how he was going to be able to take better care of his daughter, a new tattoo he was going to get, just random stuff. Some backstory, he had a brain tumor when he was 
I think, nine or ten. Not sure what kind or where, but he was a Make-A-Wish kid. I think he went to Disney or something, but they did manage to get it out with surgery. So he was a little, well, he wasn't stupid or disabled, but I'd say slow, basically. He was a little shit through his teen years, big pants, loud music, fast car, yo, I'm gangsta kind of thing. <laughs> but when he met his girlfriend, and then especially when his daughter was born, he seemed to change a lot for the better. He was the younger brother of a friend of mine. I went from, you cannot bring Eddie to my house, and I don't even want him to know where we live, to, sure, Eddie and you can come to dinner. So yeah, lots of change. The night it happened, we played D&D that evening, and he was as boringly normal as he ever was. Actually, he never expressed any anger or anything towards his girlfriend's mother at all. He'd said how happy he was that she was letting him live there and helping with the baby. After we only saw him once more in court when he was sentenced, we went with his mom, who we knew, and at the end, he turned his face and couldn't even nod to us. I just don't get it. I don't think I ever will. Did it say what happened? He killed his stepmom, right? I don't know. Or was that the other one? That was the other one. So it really doesn't say what he said. No. Just how normal he was until... He did something. I don't know. (laughs) I think he killed his mom or stepmom or uh, it had to have been a stepmom right i don't know <laughs> okay it must have been his girlfriend's mother because because oh. it says he actually never expressed any anger or anything towards his girlfriend's mother but oh, it well doesn't then. say what he did well he he killed her probably i would assume i don't know hmm. my co-worker had work done on his house he owned a large house and was quite well off Whatever work he had done, he was not happy with and was arguing with the repairman over the work done. Apparently, he took the guy to court to pay for another repairman to come in and redo all his work. Some time passes, and one night, his co-worker gets up in the middle of the night, not sure if he heard something or was getting a glass of water, when the garage attached to the house explodes, setting the house on fire. He runs up and gets his wife and kids up and out of bed and tells them to get out of the house immediately. They get out safely and watch their house burn to the ground. Luckily, he had cameras set up, and they were able to retrieve the footage from them, which clearly shows this guy coming onto the property. Apparently, he doused the cars in the garage with gasoline or something and lit them all on fire and ran. The cars eventually exploded. I believe he went to jail for attempted murder. Not sure. Damn. I worked with a guy that murdered his girlfriend. He was a cool dude. I sat with him a lot on my lunch breaks. We talked about football, school, life, etc. Pretty normal stuff. Never never would think he was a killer. He was not an aggressive person at all. It's crazy. And they're saying that about all these people. Yeah. What you have no heck? idea. No idea what someone could end up doing. Insane. One of my best friends when I was stationed at Fort Bragg ended up getting into some sort of drunken altercation later on in his career at Fort Hood. Went back to his house to retrieve a pistol, went back to the party, and shot a dude. It was absolutely insane to me when I heard about it because he had never shown any tendencies toward violence when I hung out with him pretty much every day for over two years. Probably drank a little too much, but he was always just a good dude raising a good family. Last time I talked to him was three days before his trial. He ended up changing his plea to guilty to receive 25 years instead of life. He's at Leavenworth now, going on probably seven or eight years now. 
feel bad for the family of the guy he shot. He was a medically retired vet and didn't deserve to be gunned down like that. As much as the murderer was my friend, he gets to go home one day. The guy he shot never will. One of my parents' friends used to come around all the time. He was probably only 21. Nicest guy ever. Type of guy who wouldn't hurt a fly. A couple years later, he moved and we, we see him on the news for murder. Turned out he got on the, on the ice and his girlfriend convinced him to kill her ex with her. Then they buried him in concrete. Only reason they got caught was because they wrote their fucking names in the concrete. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what idiots. Well, they were obviously <laughs> fucked up on drugs. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I was friends with the guy who accused, who was accused of physically abusing his son. He went through the courts to fight it. The ex-girlfriend finally admitted she made it up because he cheated on her. Oh my god. He ended up killing her then himself. Oh my god. That's fucked up. Why would you... St- that's... No. That's you not don't even, do that. No. no. You don't even lie about someone doing that. No. That, no. I mean, he shouldn't and, have killed, him, killed well, her, but still. No, but... And how, like... They had to have proof. So was she doing something to her son? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I don't like her. I don't either. It's sad she was murdered, but I still don't like her actions. Yeah, she shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And my last one, my neighbor's father murdered his entire family and then killed himself shortly before he would was to be indicted over a Ponzi-esque scheme. I knew the whole family well. The dad was always a little weird and would do things like wear a full three-piece suit to a child's soccer game. <laughs> Never showed any signs of being violent, though. The mother and two daughters were wonderful people. It was a real tragedy. That's fucking nuts. And that's all I got on that. Alright. I don't even know what I did. I I didn't copy and paste the title, so... And I did this Tuesday. So I don't really know what these are. Have a surprise! (laughs) It's, um... I think they're just scary, like, creepy things that have happened to people again. (coughs) I've had a tickle in my throat, like, all day, so I might cough. I don't have the corona, though, I promise. (laughs) Okay. First one, you need to go outside is what it's called. I used to live in a house that backs up to a big public open space where there were hiking trails. Lots of joggers and people walking their dogs. One night I had a kind of creepy dream that an old lady came into my room and was trying to get me to come outside. The dream woke me up so I got some water and turned off my fan because it was cold and then I fell asleep again. I went right back to the same dream with this old lady coming into my room and calmly saying, you have to go outside now. I kept telling her, no, it was too cold. I woke up again and my fan was on. I figured I must have just thought I turned it off or the button got stuck, so I got up, turned the fan off, and went back to sleep. This time I had the exact same dream, except she was much older looking in this one and really agitated. She was yelling, go outside, you must go outside. I got up in the dream and followed her to the hallway. When I got to the hallway, she wasn't there. And then I woke up and I was actually standing in the fucking hallway. I have never, ever walked around in my sleep before or after this. Also, my fan was on when I went back in the room. At this point, I was freaked out, so I got something to eat and watched TV for a couple hours. I went back to bed around 5 or 6 and the dream didn't come back. 
The fucked up part is a couple days later, I saw that there were police cars in the open space, and when I asked my mom what happened, she said they found an older woman who was reported missing a few days before. She must have had a heart attack or a stroke or something on the trail by my house, and they found the, they had found the body. Oh my gosh, she wanted someone to come and she get her. She did, he was like, it's cold. Oh. <laughs> That's sad. I don't know, poor old lady. She was trying so hard. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh. and if she's like turning the fan, I mean, she was already gone, right? Oh, it's yeah. It's not like maybe. she was trying to get him to help her. Maybe she just wanted her body found. Yeah. It's just like, please help me. That's sad. Next one, I was driving home from work one night when I see a little girl on a tricycle riding across the street and into some woods that drop off into a creek. I brake and skid to avoid her and walk to where I thought she fell. I see no one and a cop pulls up and asks me what I'm doing. I tell him he was, he was the person I needed. He, I was still in my secur- security uniform. And I tell him that I saw a little girl riding her tricycle across the street heading into the area where it dropped off. He then tells me right away that I see what some other drivers here see. It was more than 40 years ago a child was killed riding her tricycle across that section of the road. Others have seen her multiple times, sometimes walking, other times on her tricycle. After some construction brought change to that section of the road, with expansions and barriers, the sightings all ceased. Hmm. That's weird because if it was residual, it would still keep yeah going whether that stuff was there or not that's weird mm-hmm. next one when i was young i used to stay at my grandparents house they had a walk-in attic which was absolute which i was absolutely petrified of and of course i had to sleep in the room just past the walk in the attic the house was out in the countryside it was so quiet you could always hear if someone else was still up I used to have real trouble getting to sleep and would often wake up in the middle of the night afraid to move, so I would just lie still. Anyway, one night, about 3 or 4 a.m., I woke up and was feeling brave. I was going to get over the stupid fear of the dark, so I whispered under my breath, If anything is there, please tell me. Almost instantly, there were two large knocks on my bedroom door. I never asked again. (laughs) Careful what you ask for. (laughs) Exactly. Next one, this happened when I stopped by a friend's house for dinner. They lived in a three-story house, but their landlord rented out the third floor. I had to use the bathroom upstairs because the downstairs one was being used, and while I was in there, I heard footsteps upstairs. It sounded more like a kid running. I shrugged it off and figured it was just the upstairs neighbors. After dinner, I asked them if they had kids and how long they lived there. She looked at me kind of weird and said they haven't had neighbors upstairs for a really long time. So I kind of freaked out and told her I heard something running, and she was like, oh, yeah, our house is haunted. The previous, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the previous guy that lived there hung himself in the backyard and killed his family on the first floor. Now no one wants to live upstairs. After that, I was like, okay, thanks for dinner. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he killed the family on the first floor, then why is the that? third floor. I thought you said the... I might have. I meant the oh, third floor. Okay. Sorry. I probably did say the first floor. No, the third floor, he killed his family, then hung himself mm. in the backyard. Next one, this is an experience my sister, her husband, and I had about 20 years ago. We were driving back to her house one night, going just past a truck stop, when an old man stepped out in front of us. 
Her husband, who was driving, slammed on the brakes, and we all started freaking out because the old man had disappeared. My sister and her husband jumped out, thinking they had just killed the man, but there was nothing there. Cops come along, and a few truckers wander over and tell us that it's an almost weekly occurrence. Apparently, there had been an old man who lived and later died in the house across the road who used to go up who used to go over and check his chickens every night before bed. The chicken coop had been torn down years before when they'd built the truck stop. When they tore down the house a few years after that to make way for the heavy equipment dealership, the sighting stopped. Hmm. Again, if it's residual, it wouldn't have stopped. So what the heck? I don't know. Next one, my boyfriend lives in a Civil War era plantation home on a huge farm. The place has a weird vibe to it. None of the animals will come upstairs. If you bring them up, they start shaking and dart back downstairs. My boyfriend won't even go in one of the bedrooms. Slave shackles are still hanging up in the basement. Oh. The place has apparently been pretty dormant for a while, as paranormal activity goes for the past year. I had a couple odd experiences. My boyfriend says it always gets more active around the holidays, though. In November, right before Thanksgiving, I was staying the night with him. I was about to fall asleep, and I heard something outside. At first, I thought it was a pack of coyotes that roam around the back of the farm, but I heard it again a few seconds after the first time, and it was definitely not a coyote. I immediately woke up and was aware of my surroundings, and I heard it again. It was a woman outside calling for John. She sounded so panic panicked and distressed. I heard her call a few more times, and I could hear the voice moving around the yard. I was creeped out, but I cuddled up to my boyfriend and went back to bed and told him about it in the morning. He said that was a new one. Fast forward to exactly a month from my experience. I wake up, and the first thing out of my boyfriend's mouth is, Remember a couple of weeks ago when you heard a woman outside calling for someone? What name was it? John, I said. I heard it last night, he said. I set a reminder on my phone for the next month, but nothing happened. Really eerie. I've been trying to find out the history of the house to find out if a John lived there. It's crazy, especially anytime there is validation. Yeah. That, to me, is like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Next one, I lived in a weird house as a kid, which resulted in chairs being moved in other rooms when I was the only one home, kitchen cupboards opening late at night when no one else was awake. I could be sitting at the computer in a lit room at night and watch as a black cloud would float through the closed door and sit suspended in the air across the room from me. I had footsteps that would walk outside my door and loud breathing. I was so terrified as a child that I ended up sleeping uh, with my music playing so I could tune out the noises. I still, to this day, cannot sleep without music playing. I probably could have convinced myself that most of it wasn't real as I aged if it wasn't for a certain weird happening. It was about 11 a.m. in the morning and my younger brother and I were waiting at home while my mother was out doing jobs. <laughs> Jesus shit, you scared the fuck out of me! <laughs> Hey, what about me? <laughs> I have to get him when I can get him. Well, you got me. <laughs> Damn it. Scared the poop out of me. God, I got chills and everything. Shit. At least warn me when you're going to do that. <laughs> God. <sighs> oh, poor kitty. Mother so was out doing jobs. Mother was out doing jobs. Okay. 
We were waiting for her to come back to pick us up, so we were sitting by the front window watching for the car. And then we heard the radio playing from my brother's room. We both didn't understand why it was on all of a sudden, so we walked to my brother's room. My brother hid behind me, and I walked in the room first, and the second I crossed the threshold, the radio went silent. On closer inspection, it wasn't plugged in, and there were no batteries in the back of it. There's no logical explanation for it playing, and my brother, a young man, had a bunch of matchbox cars and the old car play mat, swore and declared that he had parked all the cars neatly on it in lines, but when we went in there, the cars were thrown all over the room. Luckily, we moved out of that house, but my brother and I still remember the radio saga clearly to this day, and it's pretty much the only reason I know I wasn't completely crazy as a kid. I would hate to hear something turn on and then realize it's unplugged. Uh, That would freak me out so bad. Yeah. Especially if you check and it doesn't even have batteries in it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Creepy. Next one, my father passed away and I've always felt his presence around through the years. I had experienced simple things like cupboards opening, faucets running, and a knock on the door every time I showered. But once, when my son was about three, he told me his grandfather, my father, was standing in the dining room smiling at us. I nearly shat myself because I'd never spoken to him about my father. That night, I had a dream that my dad came into my room and said I was doing great, sat on a chair, and proceeded to float away on said chair. Ever since that night, I haven't felt him around me. Aww. Where'd he go? He's probably like, you're doing great. I'm going to go have some fun. <laughs> I, later. Love you. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> I'll see you later. I've got heaven waiting for me. <laughs> Next one. I lived in one partic- uh, peculiar house a few years ago where we always suspected there was some sort of supernatural activity going on. We'd leave items in places, then come back to find them gone. We'd leave a room to find out the door had closed on its own, seeing figures and shadows, that sort of thing. One incident topped all of these. I was lying in my bed one night reading just before going to sleep when all of a sudden the room temperature seemed to drop, shortly followed by a... (laughs) It says followed by a... Oh, never mind. Oh my god. (laughs) Are you okay? No! No, that is a definite Did I scare not. the sense right I out of you? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Okay. Shortly followed by that gut feeling you get when you suspect that something isn't quite right. Curious as to why all of this was happening so suddenly, I lifted my head to scan the room to see what was up, only to encounter a large black hole situated at the foot of my bed hanging slightly ajar from the far wall. I had no idea what the hell this thing was. I can only describe it as an absence of anything, like there was nothing there. It felt cold and truly evil. Thankfully, not being completely paralyzed by fear, I remembered reading somewhere that ghosts, spirits, and whatever else can only mess with you if you invite them in. So I yelled at this thing to go away, you're not welcome here, as well as other rude expletives. After a while, this thing converged in on itself, and the horrible feeling seemed to disappear along with it. Still have yet to explain what is most likely the strangest thing that's ever happened to me. They had a black hole in their room. That's creepy. 
That is definitely creepy. Are we throwing shit into it? <laughs> See if it pops up in the living room. <laughs> that would be fun. I would, I'd be like, what can I throw at it? I do that with the dogs when they're fighting. I'm like, and I've thrown everything that's around my chair, so I have nothing left to throw. <laughs> I would. I could see myself doing that. Like, what? what is that? Throw the remote in there. It's like, damn it, I need that. <laughs> Give it back. <laughs> I throw it back at you and hit you in the head. <laughs> it is evil. <laughs> okay. When I was about 12 and started getting left alone at home, something used to shush me. I'd be pouring cereal, singing along with the TV, and suddenly, shh. First time it happened, I absolutely crapped myself and didn't say a word until someone came home. I didn't tell anyone because I didn't think anyone would believe me. I'd even start to convince myself that it was just my imagination, but then it would stop and, or then it would happen again. I think it happened about five or six times. One Saturday morning, I was on the top bunk. The beds were super noisy and the slightest move would result in them creaking. Shh. I thought my younger sister and decided to annoy her further. I started rocking about in my bunk, making it much, as much noise as I possibly could. And suddenly, shh. I chuckled, still thinking it was my sister. And then she whispered nervously from below, was that you? No. The shushing, was that you? I popped my head down and said, no, it was you. She looked terrified. Her eyes welled up with tears and she said, no, it wasn't. She ran out of the room crying and wouldn't come back in for a long time. I realized it must have been the shushy ghost and was overcome (laughs) with relief that I wasn't crazy because someone else had actually heard it. The shushy ghost. (laughs) I love it. Uh, this is, I haven't heard it since, but I'm always kind of waiting. I'd be like, fuck you. I oh, know. Shut up. This is my house. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are? You know, shushing makes just as much noise as I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next one. My grandmother died of brain cancer about 20 years ago. About two weeks after she died, I was hanging out over at my parents' place, and my mom got a call. No number, no unknown number, just a blank caller ID. She answered it, got quiet, hung up, and went to her room without saying anything. When I finally got to talk to her about it, she said it was her mother, saying she was trapped and please come get her because she wouldn't, because they wouldn't let her leave over and over again. Oh my God! And then the phone disconnected. Oh, my gosh. I asked her about it a few years ago, and she denied it happened for a bit. Then she admitted that it had happened two more times that year, (gasps) then stopped, but she didn't want to discuss it anymore. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. That is horrible. That is horrible. I got freaking chills. Uh, Next one. My cousin's son did this. He was three and sitting behind my cousin in the car. When they stopped at a red light, he said to my cousin... Mom, can I play with those kids? They're calling me to play. She looked out her window and said she was looking at a graveyard. Oh. Scary shit. I'd be like, get out. <laughs> yeah, go play with them. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> you are mean. Oh. 
I'm not. <laughs> oh gosh, that's Aww. so scary though. Why? Why are they beckoning a child, a living child, to come play with them? Yeah, that's is that that's really, not right. Yeah, no. is that really kids? Yeah, exactly. Oh gosh. Next one. Years ago, I was sleeping with my fiance at his mother's house. I woke up in the middle of the night with the weirdest feeling that someone was watching me. I scanned the room and noticed someone standing at the foot of the bed on my fiance's side. The figure was pitch black and featureless. I'm terrified and I think, oh, I must be dreaming. Then I look over at my fiance and he's staring at it too. It was the most horrifying moment ever. Suddenly, my fiance sits up really quickly and aggressively. In that moment, the thing disappeared. Afterward, I wanted to dig a hole in the mattress and sleep under him. I found out later that pretty much everyone in his family has seen this thing, and they call it the shadow. It still makes my skin crawl thinking about it. The night that, the night was the most that night was the most <laughs> frightened <laughs> I've ever been in my life. Creepy. Okay, this will be my last one, and it's really long. My wife and I moved into my parents' house when my uncle died unexpectedly in 2009. They had moved in with my grandmother to take care of her, so we assumed ownership of my parents' house. This house had been the watering hole for my town back in the day. The well is in my basement. It is a hole in the basement floor covered with a five-foot wide slat bro- slate rock. <laughs> this is important because our priest told us spirits can travel along waterways, which is why every time we bless the house, it is only calm for a few months before things start happening again. We moved into the house and things are nice. Everything is calm and my wife, fiance at the time, and I were happy to be out of my sister's house. Once my wife gets pregnant, things kick into high gear. Her shoes go missing on a daily basis when everything, when every day she puts them in the same spot after work. One day when she was in the attic, she heard a woman ask, is that my baby? She said the woman sounded genuinely confused as to whose unborn baby she was pregnant with. Things kept escalating until one night when I was just about to turn off the lights and go to bed when I see a black mass by my wife's side of the bed. It was pitch black and completely solid. Before I realized what I was looking at, my hand flipped off the lights and my sleeping wife immediately started speaking in what sounded like French. Since we took French in high school and college, we deduced that she was saying, uh, Je me suis, which means I am myself. The next evening, we were at play rehearsal for our local acting group, and we were talking to our friend Rhonda. As we were talking with her about random bits of small talk, we noticed that she seemed very distracted. She kept glancing quickly from side to side the way you would if you were watching a bug zigzag around the room. We asked what was going on, and she said, I know this sounds crazy, but there is a black thing in the auditorium. Every time I look at it, it moves. I just can't get a fix on it. We freak out and immediately tell her our story. We leave the auditorium and call a priest to have a blessing for the house. As he is blessing the house, he stops and does a double take at one of the crosses hanging on the wall. After the blessing is over, he asks about it. My wife asks, uh, says it's, it's beautiful, and it called to her. And she had to have it, she said. He leaned back and said, that's interesting. It's a Benedictine crucifix. We reply with, uh, okay. <laughs> and he continues to say, Benedictine crucifixes are used in exorcisms. 
It is very interesting that this crucifix called to you so strongly. Hmm. That's creepy. Yes, it is. I've never had anything call to me. No. I've liked things. Yeah. But, like, I didn't have to have things before. I wonder what that feels like. I don't know. If you guys know, email us. I want to know. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. Is that your stern voice? Yes. Okay. It's time for the witty wrap up. I've just got some jokes. Okay. A mother is in the kitchen making dinner for her family. Oh, I'm sorry. These are sex jokes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. A mother is in the kitchen making dinner for her family when her daughter walks in. Mother, where do babies come from? The mother thinks for a few seconds and says, Well, dear, mommy and daddy fall in love and get married. One night they go into their bedroom. They kiss and hug and have sex. The daughter looks puzzled, so the mother continues. That means the daddy puts his penis in the mommy's vagina. That's how you get a baby, honey. The child seems to comprehend. Oh, I see. But the other night when I came into your room, you had daddy's penis in your mouth. What did you get when you you do that? Jewelry, my dear. (laughs) Jewelry. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is horrible. So true. Very funny. (laughs) A family is at the dinner table. The son asks the father, Dad, how many kinds of boobs are there? The father, surprised, answers, Well, son, a woman goes through three phases. In her 20s, a woman's breasts are like melons, round and firm. In her 30s and 40s, they are like pears, still nice, hanging a bit. After 50, they are like onions. Onions, the son asks. Yes, you see them, and they make you cry. (laughs) This infuriated his wife and daughter. Uh, The daughter asks, Mom, how many different kinds of willies are there? (laughs) The mother smiles and says, Well, dear, a man goes through three phases also. In his 20s, his willie is like an oak tree, mighty and hard. In his 30s and 40s, it's like a birch, flexible but reliable. (laughs) After his 50s, it's like a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree, the daughter asks. Yes, dead from the root up, and the balls are just for decoration. (laughs) I was going to say, can we go through the phases of the balls, please? Yes. He's going to talk shit about boobs. (laughs) The balls are just for decoration. (laughs) I like to. It's dead from the root up. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. A teacher is teaching a class and she sees that Johnny isn't paying attention. So she asks him, if there are three ducks sitting on a fence and you shoot one, how many are left? Johnny says none. The teacher asks why. Johnny says because the shot scared them all off. The teacher says no, too, but I like how you're thinking. Johnny asks the teacher, if you see three women walking out of an ice cream parlor, one is licking her ice cream, one is sucking her ice cream, and one is biting her ice cream, which one is married? The teacher says, the one sucking her ice cream. Johnny says, no, the one with the wedding ring, but I like how you're thinking. (laughs) That kid is super smart. Yeah. (laughs) 
I really liked his duck answer. (laughs) (laughs) That was a trick question. Why did I get divorced? Well, my last week was my birth. Well, last week was my birthday. My wife didn't wish me a happy birthday. My parents forgot, and so did my kids. I went to work, and even my colleagues didn't wish me a happy birthday. As I entered my office, my secretary said, Happy birthday, boss. I felt so special. She asked me out for lunch. After lunch, she invited me to her apartment. We went there, and she said, Do you mind if I go into the bedroom for a minute? Okay, I said. She came out five minutes later with the birthday cake, my wife, my parents, my kids, my friends, and my colleagues all yelling surprise while I was waiting on the sofa, naked. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. Mm-hmm. A little girl and boy are fighting about the differences between the sexes and which one is better. Finally, the boy drops his pants and says, here's something I have that you'll never have. The little girl is pretty upset by this, since it's clearly true, and runs home crying. A while later, she comes running back with a smile on her face. She drops her pants and says, my mommy says that with one of these, I can have as many of those as I want. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. A man and a woman have been married for 30 years, and in those 30 years, they've always left the lights off when having sex. He was embarrassed and scared that he couldn't please her, so he always used a big dildo on her. All these years, she had no clue. One day, she decided... (laughs) It's a joke. Okay. (laughs) One day, she decided to reach over and flip the light switch on and saw that he was using a dildo. She said, I knew it, asshole. Explain the dildo. He said, explain the kids. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) A man is lying on the beach wearing nothing but a cap over his crotch. A woman passing by remarks, if you were any sort of gentleman, you would lift your hat to a lady. He replies, if you were any sort of of a sexy lady, the hat would lift itself. (laughs) That's stupid. That's rude. (laughs) A wife comes home late one night and quietly opens the door to her bedroom. From under the blanket, she sees four legs instead of just her husband's two. She reaches for a baseball bat and starts hitting the blanket as hard as she can. Once she's done, she goes to the kitchen to have a drink. As she enters, she see her she sees her husband there reading a magazine. He says, "Hi, darling. Your parents have come to visit oh, us, shit. so I let them stay in our bedroom. Did you say hello?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's funny. A typical macho man married a typical good-looking lady, and after the wedding, he laid down the following rules: "I'll be home when I want, if I want, what time I want, and I don't expect any hassle from you." I expect a great dinner to be on the table unless I tell you that I won't be home for dinner. I'll go hunting, fishing, boozing, and card playing when I want with my old buddies. And don't you give me a hard time about it. Those are my rules. Any comments? His new bride said, no, that's fine with me. Just understand that there will be sex here at 7 o'clock every night whether you're here or not. (laughs) (laughs) That's my rule. (laughs) Any comments? Motherfucker. 
A woman places an ad in the local newspaper. Looking for a man with three three qualifications. Won't beat me up, won't run away from me, and is great in bed. Two days later, her doorbell rings. Hi, I'm Tim. I have no arms, so I won't beat you, and no legs, so I won't run away. What makes you think you are great in bed, the woman retorts. Tim replies, I rang the doorbell, didn't I? (laughs) I was not expecting that. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah. Come on in. in. (laughs) You're perfect. (laughs) A guy walks into a pub and sees a sign hanging over the bar, which, which reads... Cheese sandwich, $1.50. Chicken sandwich, $2.50. Hand job, $10. Checking his wallet for the necessary payment, he walks up to the bar and beckons to one of the three exceptionally attractive blondes serving drinks to an eager-looking group of men. Yes, she inquires with a knowing smile. Can I help you? I was wondering, whispers the man, are you the one who gives the hand jobs? Yes, she purrs, I am. <laughs> the man replies, well, go wash your hands. I want a cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Please wash your hands. Yes. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> A guy decides to do something nice for his girlfriend before they leave on vacation, so he gets her name tattooed on his penis. He comes home and shows it to her. She looks at it and says, that's great, sweetie, but what is why? He tells her to rub it, and as she does, she sees it actually reads Wendy. (laughs) When they arrive at Montego Bay, the couple are walking along a nude beach, and the boyfriend notices a black guy with why on his penis. He asks the man if he also has a girlfriend named Wendy. The black guy laughs and says, Nah, man. Mine says, Welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day. (laughs) Hi, welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day. Damn. That's scary. <laughs> that is scary. You can just stay away. That's so funny. Three guys go to a ski lodge and there aren't enough rooms, so they have to share a bed. In the middle of the night, the guy on the right wakes up and says, I had this wild, vivid dream of getting a hand job. The guy on the left wakes up and unbelievably, he's had the same dream too. Then the guy in the middle wakes up and says, That's funny, I dreamed I was skiing. <laughs> Okay, and this is my last one. A man gets on a bus and ends up sitting next to a very attractive nun. Enamored with her, he asks if he can have sex with her. Oh, how rude. Yes. (laughs) Naturally, she says no and gets off the bus. The man goes to the bus driver and asks him if he knows of a way for him to have sex with the nun. Well, says the bus driver, every night at 8 o'clock she goes to the cemetery to pray. If you dress up as God, I'm sure you could convince her to have sex with you the man decides to try it and dressed and dresses up in his best god costume 
At eight, he sees the nun and appears before her. Oh, God, she exclaims, take me with you. The man tells the nun that she must first have sex with him to prove her loyalty. The nun says yes, but tells him she prefers anal sex. Before you know it, they're getting down to it, having nasty, grunty, loud sex. After it's over, the man pulls off his god disguise. Ha ha, he says, I'm the man from the bus. Ha ha, says the nun, removing her costume. I'm the bus driver. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can look us up on Facebook. Join the group. Please send in your stories. We need them. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you next week. Later. Bye. Hello. That TV must be pretty loud. Hello, can you hear me? Looks good. So last weekend, I, you know, when Jewel was on sale, the devices, I got two. Yeah. Well, last weekend, I, I lost one of them. And I wasn't like searching everywhere because I figured there's not many places that I set it down. So I would come across it at some point. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of looking for it, but kind of not. And I could not find it anywhere all week. And today I got home from work and I went to use the bathroom and it was sitting on the little shelves across from the toilet. Really? Was it there before? Absolutely. There's no way. I mean, it's out completely in the open. No way I ever would have missed it. Did someone in your house find it and maybe just set it up there? I mean, the only way that they would set it in there specifically is if they found it in there. And where in the world would... I mean, it was just really weird. I didn't ask anybody because I they I knew everyone would say no. Yeah. So, I was just like... That's kind of weird. It is weird. Hmm. I know, I was like, what in the world? Because I got my old silver one out, and I was just using that one and the new one. And... You know, it was because both the ones that I, the new ones I got were black. Mm-hmm. And the black, a black one was sitting on there and I knew that I had just, literally just put my black one in the charger thing. And so I took it and I walked out and I looked in the charger thing and there was my other new one. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? Hmm. It's very weird. 